very first episode of the League of Low Places Dynasty Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Caleb, and the, re- the reason you're all hearing me right now is for the past five years, I've listened to countless Dynasty podcasts that have focused on rankings, uh, trades to make, players to buy, sell, um, just overall ways to win your league, but I've not yet heard a podcast that talks about how to make your league more fun and more enjoyable. A little bit of background, six years ago I started a Dynasty Fantasy Football League with some of my buddies, not knowing too much about Dynasty Leagues, how they worked, or strategies that went into them. Uh, Earlier in the year, we had went to a bachelor party in Chicago, and in the bleachers we sang Friends in Low Places every time Jake Arrieta went up to hit, and that kind of name just stuck with the League of Low Places. Um, Over time, the league went from something we just did you know, to pass the time setting our lineups each week and has now developed into something that has become a priority to all of our members. Um, my goal is to actually have members of the league join me each time we do one of these. And this week we have the owner of the Hung Jurors, Mark. That's right. That's me, Mark, the owner of the Hung Jurors, the best team name in the entire <laughs> league. Been here since wanna... day one and built this great thing of a team out of nothing into a little bit of something. And I think Mark can back me up on this. You know, we've kind of tinkered with this league and made it more fun as we've went. Um, and it really has become a priority for all of us. Yeah. Especially considering we have what three, four of us that all live uh, outside of close proximity to the other ones. And it's still nothing but a joy to make a trip to wherever we're going to do our drafts, to do our, um, you know, punishments, uh, everything else that we do for this league. Yep. It's been a great way to stay in contact with friends that, you know, maybe you wouldn't, uh, you know, for just being busy with work and family. And we're here to kind of help you guys develop a league that can do the same for you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I highly recommend. Let's uh, go. What do you want to talk about? So the big thing is I want to talk about is I, I know we have to get back into like how to set up a league, all that kind of stuff, but we're kind of pressed for time right now when we decided to start this on everyone is kind of doing their rookie drafts right now. Um, rookie draft is obviously most of our favorite times of the year. Um, so we better jump into this and let, let you guys know how we do things to make it more fun. And, and I, I think you'd agree probably the, the single biggest event for all of us as far as football goes. Oh, for sure. Uh, uh, definitely for fantasy football. I mean, real football is a little different, especially you guys and your season tickets, but the draft is the thing that everyone looks forward to. And anybody who can make it there shows up in full force ready to, uh, I mean, obviously do some business with your team, but have a great time with your buddies too. That's right. Uh, And like Mark said, we're lucky enough to have eight of our 12 uh, team managers all within driving distance of Cleveland. Um, So maybe your league is not so lucky. Maybe, you know, it's all out of towners or maybe it's, you know, guys that you don't even really know personally. You joined a league on Reddit, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean you can't, you know, really up this rookie draft and make it more enjoyable and more fun. And once you do that, the whole league itself, you're going to, you know, you're going to get friends out of this. Mark will tell you that, you know, he went to this league without even knowing a member who's now. I'm not about to be in his wedding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So you'll get friends out of this and it'll get more fun as time goes. And what you were saying, Caleb, about, you know, if you join the league, like on Reddit or like somebody from work invited you to a league where you don't know anybody, like it's, it's doing stuff like this is a great way to get to know these guys. When you get to know these guys or girls that you're, that you're essentially working with in this league, you know, that's how you're going to develop more, you know, more rapport with people to make, to make trades, to make moves, do all the things that you need to do to actually win a dynasty league. 
Yeah. And everything we're going to go through is completely unnecessary. There's no reason we do this for our rookie <laughs> drafts. You could 100% click a button on, you know, whatever you're using, Sleeper, My Fantasy League, pick your player and be done with it. But there are only so many things, especially with COVID going on, that you get to have this type of fun with. So, you know, you might as well go all in. I'd say even the one we did last year with COVID was probably one of our best ones. Exactly. So, and that was my, that's a point I was going to make is even if this is a Skype draft you're going to do with friends, you can really implement a lot of these things to make it fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. What, what I have last year, I had, I put up a whole like curtain behind me, you know, taped out like the initials for my, uh, for my team behind me. So it looked like I was in a weird war room because I had no idea how to work Zoom backgrounds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that, you know, going all out really is the, the subject. Um, and first things first, this is an important event. So you need to look important. Uh-huh. Uh, we all, our drafts are all formal events. Um, and we go typically members go to Goodwill or like a Savers, whatever you have, any type of thrift store or hand-me-down clothes, and just get the worst, most ridiculous-looking three-piece suit you can find. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, if you're not, if you're taking this thing a little too seriously, then then you're probably in it for the wrong reasons. But like, yet we're we're there to handle business, but you know, whimsical business, and we dress That's accordingly. Right. That's right. So I mean, we've had guys show up in like completely decked out Steelers suits, you know, because most of us are Browns fans. We've had guys in rainbow suits. You know, the better you look, the worse you look type thing. Picture picture Ace Ventura going into that <laughs> dinner party uh, in, in the first movie, and that's, that's the general vibe of everyone's uh, outfits for the most part. And you can do this anywhere. Again, I recommend trying to get people together, even if, you know, even if it, 10 of the other guys don't want to get together and it's just you and one buddy – getting in a room together, getting drinks and food, like just do it. We've mm-hmm. rented a cabin. We've we're running out a bar this year. We've done people's houses, you know, just get, get together with your friends and it's, you'll make it memorable. Yeah. One of the better ones to the in-person ones was the, were the ones that we did uh, at your, your old uh, apartment complex. They had that media room. Yep. With the, uh, they had like a big screen that we were able to put a timer on and everything really gets you in the, uh, in the right mindset for it. that's another thing getting in the right mindset for the draft is very important to make it fun too yeah make, we definitely make it a priority even right now our, our draft is a couple weeks away and like trade talks have never been more serious it's just you know you can feel the buzz already um but my hope is that at least your league can do seven guys get together and you know the, the rest of everybody skypes in so we'll we'll do hdmi cords to tvs and we'll have each member on a different tv who's not there so you try to get people as involved as possible and the people who don't come who do this over skype they still dress up in their you know their goodwill suits mm-hmm. oh yeah well, i'm gonna you i'm gonna be uh i'm gonna be zoomed in zoomed in this year and you you know i'm gonna be dressed uh, <laughs> as well as i possibly could for this occasion that's right um so probably the most crucial thing other than looking ridiculous is we have, we're lucky enough to have two of our close friends who are not actually in the league, but they're extremely involved in the league. Uh, So they actually host the draft for us. You know, we set up a table for them. Uh, Sometimes they'll wear like Xbox headsets. They wear their suits. You know, they are, they're (laughs) kind of running the show. And all the, all the picks go through them as well, which makes it, which made everything that made everything a lot easier when we were doing zoom stuff it wasn't like you know we had to get up and announce our own picks we text the picks into one of the guys and you know they announce the pick for everybody 
so that uh, everyone knows like when these people are speaking, that's when we know who's getting taken off the board. That's right. And I'm actually the commissioner of this league. And it, it's nice to have this kind of burden taken off of you if you are the commissioner where you can just sit back and be an owner. You don't have to worry about keeping track of trades. You don't worry about updating the board. You know, a couple of your buddies can do it. Um, I've had this conversation with, you know, people in other dynasty leagues and they've said, wow, you know, you're so lucky to have friends that will do that. I think you're severely underestimating how much your friends would like to wear a stupid suit and drink free beer. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, they get treated like Kings when they're at the, when they're at the draft, cause they're just there to help us out. You know? I mean, these guys could know literally nothing about dynasty fantasy football. If you say, Hey, go get a suit at Goodwill. Your tabs on us. We just need you to announce these picks. These guys are going to be all in. I think there were plenty of times in the drafts over the years where we sent a pick in. They're like, well, I never heard of this guy, but yeah. And <laughs> those guys end up, the hosts end up having more fun than we do. Oh, yeah. so, you know, round, round four or so, the hosts are having trouble announcing the picks most of the time. <laughs> Last year, especially. <laughs> we weren't. You know, it's different when you're just drinking in your basement on Zoom with a bunch of your buddies for four hours versus when you're up and about actually doing stuff at a at an in-person draft. So it, 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 it hit some of our uh, our hosts a little hard. And Mark, Mark, Mark said a key word there. He said four hours. And our, I don't know if our draft actually goes four hours, but our draft goes hours. And I think that's really important. Again, you could do this, you know, a slow draft on my fantasy league, wherever you just log in, click a button, or you could have this draft be over in 12 minutes if you really wanted to. Mm-hmm. This is our favorite part of the year. This is our favorite part of Dynasty Fantasy Football. We want to drag this out and we want to enjoy it. Yeah. Um, so the way it's, part, we... it's part, it's partly fantasy football. It's partly getting together with with your buddies to just be dudes and do everything that you want you want you want to do that day, which is the draft, drink, have fun make memories and talk shit to your friends. Yep. And the, but the draft is the focus. So we want it as long as possible. The way we do, we have a four round. It's a 12 man league, four rounds. We do eight minutes for the first round, seven minutes for the second round, six minutes uh, for the third and five for the fourth. Again, this is completely unnecessary. You could have your picking in 30 seconds, but the thing we love about this is it gives you time to shop your pick and to really think about your pick. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you may say, why drag it out, get it over with, but it really does build, you know, the spectacle of the draft and the tension really rises as the clock gets down lower and lower. The other thing is we usually display like a, a, the timer on a TV as well. So, you know, you know, it's, it's right in front of you that you got to get your pick in, in the next few minutes. On top of that, all that time too, it gives you, it gives you a real big, I mean, Caleb, you already mentioned doing a, you know, shopping your pick, but it also lets you, you know, enact any strategies you might have. Um, if you said you were, if you told one guy, oh yeah, if he's here, I'm definitely taking this player, or if he's here, I'm definitely taking that player, you said to another guy, you know, it lets you, so when you make your pick and it's not the person that you told people that you were going to take, it, you know, messes up with them and people start to get a little yep. uh, yeah, flustered, panicked, they get pissed off. It's chaos. Exactly. It's Your strategy. I mean, it was a. It was last year. Mark said, you know, pick five. If Jerry Judy's there, I'm taking him. Mm-hmm. And I had pick six. He took Cam Akers. So that's part of this. That's gamesmanship. I've seen posts on Reddit saying, would it be, is it collusion for me to tell them I'm taking someone I'm not? Absolutely not. That mm-hmm. is part of the game. I appreciate that. Like that's, that's what makes it fun is to have that, oh my gosh moment. Yeah. I'm glad I was able to be a part of that last year. Cause honestly, <laughs> Honestly, up until up until the draft started, I probably was still going to take 
Jerry Judy. Then when I think I almost took all of my time, not because I was shopping the pick, because I yep. was being like, oh my God, am I actually going to change up my pick? And yep. I did. And you know what? It actually turned out for the better for me, at least short term. And the thing that helps you feel that panic and feel that, you know, that rush. And our goal is to make this in our hearts. We all want to be NFL GMs, you know, so we want to make this as real as possible. Um, so one of the ways we do that is all of our trade talk is done through text messaging. You cannot yell any trade talk, anything out loud. Um, even, you know, if there's one second on the clock, I'll do this. You can't do it. Uh-huh. This is a really, really big thing because it really brings the tension into the room. Uh, for example, let's say I'm really trying to trade for pick five. I'm offering this guy everything I can. And I look across the room and I see Mark is also texting. Maybe Mark's texting him to trade for pick five as well. Maybe Mark's texting Maybe. his girlfriend saying, I need, I need a ride home. Like you right. have no idea. Right. So that, and that really, you really become aware. You become very aware of everybody in the room, which, yeah. which you're right. It, it, it puts, it gives you this so much it, tension, but it's a good tension. You know, it, it's a sense of urgency that it gives you like, Oh my God, I got to And that's, that's another thing. Like you see people making all these moves. A lot of guys start just making moves just to make moves. Yep. Um, and that's, that's another part of the game that you got to be aware of. You don't want to get sucked into the, uh, the trade wave if you don't need to, or you don't want to yep. miss it if you do need to make the wave. Well, and miss. that comes back to the amount of time that you have on the clock. You know, mm-hmm. I may have pick 10 and I've had, I've had four or five people text me for picks. Like that's a, that's a lot to process, especially, you know, we all have the guy in the league that says, I, I want this pick. Doesn't tell you anything that they have to offer. You have to go look at this guy's roster Look at his future picks, like, or you just de- you just delete that message and you move on. Right. Um, but if you're so doing you all that, that extra time, if you're doing all that, I mean, you have you have time, but you know, not much. It goes you don't, quick. You don't you don't know if the guy next to you has been texting that guy since yesterday. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and then the way we announce our trades, we also go through the, the hosts, which is another cool thing. I mean, you could just sit up and say, "Hey, I traded the pick to to Mark." Uh, but the way it would work is you would do a group chat, a group text, you know, me, me, Mark, and one of the hosts saying, this is the, agree- the trade we agreed upon. And then Mark would have to confirm this is the trade. And then the host would stand up and say, we have a trade and kind of explain to the league. Um, so, again, it brings an element. Let's say I have, you know, pick six um, and I have to get a quarterback or, you know, I guess pick 12, I have to get a quarterback. And the guy at 11 has quarterback. So I'm, I'm sitting comfortable. You know, my guy's going to fall to me. And then you hear a trade is in. You know, someone may have just jumped you that you had no idea it was even coming. Mm-hmm. Happened Whereas to me last these, year. If these people were talking out loud, you kind of know and can jump in. Well, I'll trade up. It just, it just adds some strategy. It adds, it adds strategy, but I also think it makes the person, the people making the move, I think it makes it more fair that they can yep exactly because like a lot of us especially when we when we get a get a couple of cocktails and us can get pretty uh pretty loud myself included so if i hear someone talking about trading you know pick pick seven and i and i want in on that i can just jump in and start yelling over them and then a deal doesn't yeah. get made and people just start getting start fighting and getting mad or, or even just say i'll do i'll do that trade but i'll add a third round pick like you just or that yeah work yeah all right so again we use the hosts. Um, it would be very easy just to say, hey, I take CD Lamb with this pick. Uh, but we actually make up draft cards 
they're just little um, cue cards. On the front, we put the logo of each team. And on the back, we have spots for team, player, and pick. Um, so you would, when you want to actually make your selection while you're on the clock, you would write down the player you're selecting. You walk up, you hand that card to one of the hosts. Once that card touches the host hand, the pick is official. And then the host would do the most important thing, which is play the pick is in jingle. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's, I mean, if you're a football fan, that, that, that sound is just, oh, it doesn't bring joy to your heart. You know, it's, so any draft without that would, is just a misnomer, if you ask me. It, it is sad. That is that makes that that adds so much for just oh, yeah. that. It just makes so much of a difference because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it, it makes you, it makes you feel like you're in the actual draft, and I, we all love the actual draft. Like the la- right. was last last weekend was the draft, and you know our our group chat was on fire just about everyone who was going where, who's going up, who's going down. Amazing. Yep, I know. I completely agree. Uh, and then again, writing the draft card out, it goes back to that. I'm texting Mark. I want pick six. Uh, you know, we're kind of negotiating. If I see Mark pick the pin up and start to write something down, you got to be like, "Oh shit, okay, yeah. add you know, add a second next year." Right. He's obviously done with you, so you can see him doing that. And maybe, maybe it's a little gamesmanship. Maybe he's writing smiley faces or whatever he's writing. Yeah. No. Smiley face, one thing maybe. Yeah, not with not with your draft, you wouldn't uh, have smiley faces, but no, no, I would probably. But I mean, I'm gonna have a lot of time to think of all of my doodles because I don't pick until late third round, but <laughs> we'll be all right. Um, what, what was I? I was gonna mention something about the uh, about the host too. So, oh, there was <laughs> wasn't there the one time the one we all y'all had a like walk up music for our, making our making our picks. <laughs> yeah, I think that was more so. Round four, when everyone was a little oh. feeling, feeling good, and the draft priority kind of went away. Yeah, I, I remember. Just, I remember that walk was, up music started. <laughs> that, that was a fun little gimmick, and none of us knew it was going to happen except for the host. And then he always he picked something good for everyone that made everyone laugh. So, get another little thing to keep people engaged instead of just staring at their phones the whole time. Yeah, and I, I would say, I mean, both of our hosts are like fun guys that get into it. So you know that friend that can put on a little bit of a show for you. Uh, and make yeah, you don't, possible. you don't, you don't want that guy that you know, like it was between him or you know this other guy to bring in any any pick the other guy because the the guy you're not picking would be kind of like a wet sock, you know. Uh, you want you want some someone with you know some charisma to be to be up there uh, organizing your draft. Yep. And as they get more into it, like I said, our guys have been with us pretty much the whole time. They've been not managers, but in the league, basically. We have actually set up Twitter pages for them. So one is like League of Low Places Insider, and one is like, I don't know, Adam Schefter Jr. or something like that. Yeah, they, something. But, or Bofa, Bofa Bomb. All right. Bofa so, <laughs> Yeah. So they actually have their own Twitter pages, um, which is, it gets used not as much as, I, I think it could be used a lot more, but it is, it is used during the draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's say I have picked 12. I'm willing to move that pick for a next, a first and a second next year. It would be easy for me to type that in a group chat and say, Hey, this pick's available. Text me if you want it. But what we do is we would text one of the co-hosts, Hey, pick 12 is available for, you know, a first and a second next year. And then they would actually tweet. Sources are telling me 
the hung jurors are considering moving out of pick 12 would look for future picks next year. Um, right. And then we, we all right. have them set to notifications on our phone. So it, it, it's pretty cool to get a notification, a tweet, you know? Yeah. That's relevant to you specifically. Um, and obviously it's, you know, it's, it's Schefter style. So it looks, you know, you know, breaking or, or this just in, you know, gives a little authenticity to it and really gets you really immerses you in the whole, in the whole thing. Yeah. And again, anything you can do to, to make this feel real. That's, I think that's our goal is we just want to feel like we're in a war room somewhere um, instead of a dive bar with our yeah. friends. Well, I guess I'd probably rather be in a dive bar with my friends, but it would be cool to do the other one. And we're just trying to pretend we are. If you were an actual GM, you'd want to be in a dive bar with your friends. It'd be a pretty cool war room. <laughs> um, <laughs> something stupid we've done. I wasn't even going to think about it until it just came to my mind is we've put like grenade picks in one year where we had the co-host randomly select a player and put grenade on the back of their name. We, we cut out little draft cards to put on the draft board. So when they were picked on the back, it would say grenade and you had to shotgun a beer. That only lasted one year for us because, as you can tell, things get a little loose toward the end. Um, but if you're trying to liven your draft up, that could be something new. Was that, was that, was that the first one? The that first was the rookie first draft one, that we yeah. did? Oh, I, was, I couldn't make it. I was studying. So... Oh, oh man, I, that would have been a mess if I, yeah. if I were there for that, for sure. That, that one hasn't lasted for us, but our group doesn't need help having fun. No, no, sir. If, um, I think that was just a product of you wanting to make sure everybody had fun. Yeah, yeah, we had a good time. For um, the record, we're not saying that you have to drink to have fun. Oh, no. <laughs> but, you know, it helps. <laughs> so, obviously, a lot of this stuff would be a lot cooler in person. But last year with COVID, we did our draft completely over Skype, and we implemented all of these things. Our hosts were still on the Skype call with us. We still texted our trades. We still dressed up. You know, we still got tweets saying so-and-so is available. So even if these aren't guys that you're hanging out with every day, guys you even really know personally, if it's a Reddit league, you can do this, and you can form friendships through this kind of stuff. Yeah, get some face-to-face time with you guys. See who you're actually dealing with. Put a face to the name, you know, at least so you can – so you can, like I said before, so you can really start to form a rapport with your league mates and actually make moves instead of just DMing a guy, you know, here's my trade offer, and then all you just get in your in your mailbox is a nope, and then pass on. Like, no no banter, no chirp, no actual talks. It's just yes or no, and that's it. If you have rapport with your, with your guys, you have trade talks that can, I mean, not for draft purposes, but in the middle of the season, in the offseason, you know, trade talks that go on for a couple of days before you get to... A yes or a no. Yep. Um, and then once the draft is over, you're you know you're usually pretty feeling pretty good. You're in your goodwill suit, and then we just go out to the bars afterwards. Obviously, last year with COVID, we didn't. Hopefully, this year everyone will be vaccinated and good to go. But that's our plan. Um, I think we got kicked out of every single bar in Erie, Pennsylvania, last or two years ago. That I believe that's a fact. Yes. Um, you know, because. <laughs> 12 guys, 14 guys dressed up in Goodwill suits gets you some attention, but... Talking, talking about why you took, you know, Drew Sample in the fourth round. <laughs> yeah, man, he was dressed as a sucker around in real life. Makes sense. Another beer! Yeah. <laughs> so, Mark, those are all the points that I have as far as what things we do that makes the, the draft more fun. Do you have any other things that we do or things that you could think would, would help people have more fun at the rookie drafts? 
Well, the biggest thing I, I keep hitting on, the biggest thing for me is, like, if, you, if you're not already, you need to at least be friendly Yep, with your league mates. So you have, one, an opportunity to do this. Two, you can actually, you know, talk to people. When you, when you, when you talk to people and you get more of a sense of who they are as people, you know how to talk to them when you want, when you want to make, when you want their pick, when you want their player. Um, and that all, it all comes down to, you know, like, male bonding time essentially it it really is it's it's the relationships that you build and the nfl is the same way you know i know uh john dorsey the browns old gm is very friendly with with the colts gm and they were they had a personal relationship in our league we have 12 friends that are like very great friends we have almost broken into sections as well as you know mark's gonna trade with austin mike's gonna trade with brandon like you build these relationships where you almost form you know, alliance, not alliances, but who you're comfortable trading with. Yeah, like, you know, you know, if you need to make a move, you can go to this guy and, be like, and, he'll, and he'll actually engage you in a talk or like tell you why he thinks your your offer is, you know, bullshit or why <laughs> he can't take your offer, even though it's fair. And, and it's also it also helps, you, you know, someone to bounce ideas off of. Um, like I can head up Mike and be like, yeah, I'm thinking of asking Brandon for, you know, Terry McClure, and he's like, oh, yeah, you know, you know how much he loves him. He's going to need this, that, the other. Okay, what if I do this? He's like, okay, that might work. And you kind of make a team trade out of it. Yep. Anything else you can think of as far as the draft goes? Um, well, if you're going to – a bit of advice, if you're going to go our route and really make a, make a party out of it, um, have snacks. For the love of God, have <laughs> snacks because if you go – like. Caleb already outlined our uh, our uh, our time to make the to make the picks, which makes which makes the draft go literally hours. When you're drinking that much for literally hours with nothing to eat, that's how you end up passed out uh, on your couch with your shirt off, and your wife has to find you uh, on the on the floor. He was he was fine. He was alive. He survived. Even but... if you're even if you're a host and not a team. Yes, yes. <laughs> even if you, especially if you're a host, because you're doing the most sitting out of anybody. Um. Honestly, I think we've I think we've really uh, put it down. I mean, oh, also, I mean, I don't know if you want to get into this now, Kayla, but at the draft we do have when we make it, a, you know, a draft weekend, like we travel, yeah, you know, away yeah. from home. You know, we also have we, we do have implement a- punishments for our for the losers of our league. Yeah, that's and we make that part of the draft weekend as well. Yeah, the day before kind of has been our schedule as far as doing it, the punishments voting on league uh, new new rules or implementing new rules, um, having basically our, our league owner meeting uh, the day before the draft. But It's basically a full-on league business weekend. Yeah. And this should become an excuse to hang out with your friends, hopefully. That's, that's what, what it is. What, what we're doing here is we're doing this to escape from, from real life. That's why people do anything that they do as hobbies for funds to escape their normal life. And that's what we're doing. And our favorite escape is to, you know, hang out with our buddies, talk football and, and do our thing. So I'm assuming if you're, if you find yourself in a dynasty league, you're a similar kind of person. So this is something that I would highly recommend. Yep. So I hope, I hope you can implement some of these, you know, ideas that we've, we really, really suggest to make your league better. Um, I hope I'm hoping to do a few more of these little podcasts and the focus is really going to be on 
you enjoying your league, making the league more fun. If we give you some points that makes you a better player, obviously that's our bonus. But I think there's plenty of podcasts out there who tell you their rankings, who to trade for. Again, but no one really talks about make this fun, make it a lasting league, make it something that you enjoy doing each day. Um, As someone who's been who's been one of the league losers before, I never had a problem losing the league. I never had a problem having you know a crap team um, because it was all fun. Regardless, like, yeah, okay, I lost. Then there were some, you know, things that, you know, I had to do for punishments. But it was all it was all in fun because we're having fun with our friends. And that's that's what this whole thing should be about. So something else I just wanted to touch on briefly. Um, I feel like another area that is needed in this podcast world is an area to settle league disputes, questions on how to govern league questions. I see the stuff on Reddit all the time. Mm-hmm. This guy did this, you know. I want to kick him out of the league. This person wants to do this. And then no one really gives a real answer. And if someone does actually give a real answer, you can't really go back to your buddy and say, Captain Underpants, Lover 12 said, we got to <laughs> kick him out. I mean, that has no weight. Um, so I'm, I'm more than happy to weigh in. And, and whoever we have on with us each week will maybe help us weigh in. If anyone who hears this has questions about ways to make their league better, settle league disputes, or just general information, uh, we already have an email set up. It's called the League of Low Places sixty nine at gmail dot com. Of course. <laughs> and again, it's just League L E A G U E of O F L O W P L A C E S sixty nine at gmail dot com, and we can answer those questions on here, hopefully, and hopefully someone out there actually hears this. And I mean, we'll make sure you, you get answers from the experts because we still have some guys that are we have some new guys in the league that are <clears throat> still learning and not a uh, not the best players as of yet but we'll make sure that your questions are answered by the tip top all right well thank you to the hung juror for joining me you're more than welcome can't Uh, wait to be on again hopefully this helps you and we'll do it again sometime